Amen. Isn't it just so powerful to worship, whether you're in the room or you're watching online? Honestly, there's something that just breaks, I think, when we join together in praise and worship. And you don't need to corporately be together like some of us here are today. Maybe you just sat in your kitchen at home and I pray the words of that song will arrest your spirit and that there's a freedom on your life right now. So before we get into the meat and bones of what we want to talk about today, let's just take a moment to pray. Lord Jesus, please never let us take for granted the freedom that you have put on our lives. Help us, Lord, to to realise the amazing freedom we get to walk in because of your sacrifice. That death is arrested. That depression is arrested. That anxiety is arrested. That worry is arrested. We thank you, Father God, for the sacrifice that you gave for each and every one of us. And everybody said... Amen. Amen. Well, welcome, church. Whether you are here in the room or if you are watching on YouTube, Church Online or Facebook, we are so happy that you would join us for Vision Sunday Mark 2. And Becky and I are going to take some time today. It's not going to be like a normal service where there's a message uh, and there's application. But what we do want to do is take you through some of the semantics, some of the tools that we have been working through this last year. And to do that, let me just give a quick recap of what we talked about last week. We are committed as a church, as LCF, to be a church who are on mission and are committed to discipleship. We believe in the great commission of Matthew 28, 18 to 20, that we will go and make. And what LCF is very, very, very good at is we are a great come and see church. We have made disciples by people coming into this building or watching us online and being blessed by the amazing teams that run here. And we are absolutely going to continue to push into that with our worship, with our drama, with our youth group, with our kids. And you'll hear some of that today. But we are also committed to go and make as well as just come and see. And in this next show, we said last week, we're really going to concentrate on what it means to be a hybrid church. Now, this is a little bit weird how we're doing things. We've got some people in the room, 40, 50 people in the room, and maybe 100 or so watching online. And we believe this is part of what it means to be the new normal. We are a church who gather physically, but we are also a church that gather digitally. And we came up with this new word last week called digital. And some of our meetings as we go forward, our Sunday meetings, our prayer meetings, maybe even our youth and kids meetings will look like a physical gathering, but also look like a digital gathering as well. But what we want to take the time uh, we have today, maybe 30 minutes or so to talk to you about, is what happens behind the screens. Obviously this year, most of us have seen what happens at LCF through a device, whether that be a phone, a tablet, an iPad, a PC or a laptop. But living online, you don't always see what's happening behind the screen. And if you see that screen's come up online, you can see in the building, this is the other end of what is happening online now. You can see Becky and I on the platform, but behind us, there's all this tech equipment that makes online work. So what we want to do, we want to run through some of our ministry departments, talk you through some of the things that have been happening this year, but more than that, some things that we are really looking forward to. So it is a Vision Sunday. And as we said last week, to know where we're going, it's really, really good to know where we've been and where we are now and that is going to make the bones of today we're going to run through some of our ministry departments and tell you what's been happening and what we're looking forward to 
Amen. Well, I hope you're into details because we're going to give you some details today. And, you know, we're not going to cover every single little thing, but we hope that we can bring you some of the most encouraging aspects of what's been going on behind the scenes. And we want to start today by bringing forward our prayer ministry department. Now, prayer, we're starting with this because prayer is something that is the undercurrent of all we do here at Luton Christian Fellowship. And, you know, that's not just a, a nice saying. It's not just a good biblical thing. It's actually the truth. One of the things that I was most blessed by when I first came to our church was the strength of our prayer ministry. Prayer was kind of just like like what I just said. It was the undercurrent of everything. And I remember walking into my first Monday night alive prayer meeting because you have a prayer meeting every, well, we have a prayer meeting every single Monday. When I first came, I was just like, it was like the power of God just hit me as I walked in the room. And I remember seeing, sitting in that prayer meeting and just hearing the utterances of our family, praying prayers for one another, praying prayers for beyond these four walls, for countries and nations that we may never touch physically. And I just felt this overwhelming emotion bubble up inside of me of how tangible and how powerful the prayers of Luton Christian Fellowship fellowship is and are. And so we've continued throughout the pandemic to go, I believe, from strength to strength in our prayer ministry. And very quickly when the pandemic hit, we moved our Monday prayer meetings to online. And you know what? It was amazing the transition that you all made. And in fact, I think that going online has actually made our prayer meetings more accessible to more people, myself included. We're parents to young children, so it has to be either or. We have to take turns if we wanted to come out to a midweek prayer meeting. But when it was online, it was a lot more accessible for us to do that. And I know that's been the case for many different scenarios as well. And second from our Sunday service, our prayer service is like our second priority meeting that goes on. It's so well attended and has been, I think, at times even better attended and gone from strength to strength and grown over this pandemic season. And I don't believe there's been a lull in our numbers. It's been amazing. And so... Also, what has happened over that time is we've had a great prayer team that have been committed to praying for the members of LCF and friends of LCF every single moment, 24-7, they are available. If prayers come in, they flag it up and they are on it. But also, they have been committed to praying every single day, meeting on Zoom every single day to pray for our leaders, pray for our members, pray for the nations, issues going on in the world. And that, I believe, has been the strength and the backbone of why this journey has not just held together, but has thrived, not just survived in this season. So prayer is so important and it's been really great to watch us grow in our prayer meeting and really anoint our prayer meeting and it is it is so wonderful that we we kind of bring it into every ministry. I know that our prayer team are very much on how can we be in every ministry of the church, making sure prayer is attached through everything. And so something we did over this season is we gave our prayer ministry a, re- a little relaunch. Monday Night Alive became Monday Night Abide. We gave a new name over our prayer ministry, which was Abide, like abide in me as I am in you, and you may bear much fruit. And so what we did was we decided we would 
break down our prayer meetings every week to focus on different areas. You see, I wanted a meeting, a central prayer meeting, where I knew if I came to that meeting, we were going to cover all things that I was going to get prayer for if I needed it. My friend was going to get prayer if they needed it. The church ministries were going to get prayer in turn. The community would be included. The nations would be included. So this is what we decided. We decided on month, um, on week one of every month, so the first Monday of every month, we would have abide in me so we would start with me you and I whoever came to the meeting we were going to prioritize praying into you praying and just allowing the Holy Spirit to come and have his way with all the attendees because you know so often we can be busy praying for so many people come into the prayer meetings with all of our lists for everyone else and if all we do is pray for everyone else and miss us then we're just going to get weak so we decided we'd start there and then week two of every month we would have abide in our church where we'd leave room for praying into the ministries in our church praying into the future but also praying for the others in our church praying for those major pastoral needs that we need to pray into as a family and standing with one another and then on week three we would have abide in our community where we we are we are praying beyond the four walls we're praying for other churches even praying for things going on in Luton we've had I think the the L&D Dunstable chap um L&D, Dunstable Hospital, Chaplain come to those meetings. We've had people from the churches together come to those meetings and pray with us in unity. And then on the last Monday of every month, we would pray for the nations. We pray for world issues going on, pray for nations that we're close to or we feel we need to be led in prayer to. And it's just been an amazing, wonderful thing to know that we're coming and there is space for all of our kind, all types of prayer. And then whenever we have that sneaky fifth week a month we've left room to have some teaching around prayer as well so we felt that we were covering all cylinders and so that's abide and we really celebrate God for what he's done through the prayer ministry here at LCF but as we look to what will be some of the things that we're looking towards is we want to start moving into how we can have this digital meeting where we can have keep a hybrid of prayer online and in the building like we're doing with our main services so that's a major goal or something we want to aim to see over the coming months we also have a Sunday prayer meeting before the service that will remain online and we're following all the government guidelines to when we can have more things in the building and when those things can resume. And then also our team are wanting to generate ideas of how we can unite the church, the whole church, in different aspects of prayer. I don't think I've missed anything there. So I think that's just continue a continuation of what we're doing in the prayer ministry, and then there's some other bits for us to look forward to as well. So that's prayer. I'm just really quickly going to talk about teaching and obviously teaching is a huge part of what we do on Sundays but we want to develop it more than Sundays and our promise to you as a leadership, the elders, the staff team and the pastors is that our teaching will always be for formation and not just information. Anyone can come up here and say clever things. What we want to do is really make the gospel come alive for us in our lives and have some application applicable applicable things we can actually live out Monday to, to Sunday every single week. So some of the campaigns uh, are flagging up on your screen now. These are some of the things we've done, not just on Sundays, but also 
in our academies. And, and looking forward, I'm looking at developing some things midweek as well. I'm looking at a theology track to teach some basic doctrine. I'm looking at a spiritual formation track, looking at prayer and fasting and silence and solitude. And also working with Roy Turner, we're really looking at developing the LCF academies. And I just think this is such a fantastic mechanism for us as a church to not just be talked at, but to get around tables together and discuss. And we're going to look at some really, really, uh, I think, deep subjects and things that aren't always covered from a platform because we want these to be roundtable discussions where we can peer learn. So some of the things we've got coming up, we're going to look at how Jesus read the Bible. It'd be very different to how we look at the Bible. We're going to look at marriage and relationships. We're, we're going to look at eco-theology. How does the Bible and how does the gospel inform how we look at recycling and all the things, you know, are big world issues at the minute. And we also really want to tackle head on the whole issue of sexuality. And I know it's a discussion that we've had at LCF before and there's people who are on completely different ends of the spectrum when it comes to the issue of sexuality. And it's a, it's a conversation I think culture is really engaging in. And what we cannot do, church, these big, big issues, we cannot put our head in the sand and pretend that we don't have an answer. You know, for some of these things, we need to, as a church, be at the forefront of the conversation. And we are committed in our teaching and in our discussion to really humbly go to the Bible, sit with each other and discuss some of these really big topics. So I hope that's something that really excites you. I know it excites me. Uh, I think one of my primary giftings, and I'm surrounded by people in our church whose primary giftings is teaching and we all as I say fall on different spectrums so I'm really excited to look at some of those theology tracks the spiritual formation tracks and the advancement of the LCF Academy. Awesome now um, I love that that was really good Um, and I know for us as a family and I see this as a metaphor with our children we'd never want them to ever feel like they can't bring something to the table you know for example if they saw something in the bible that they just didn't get I'd never want them to be embarrassed I want this to be their safe place where they come and they're like mom dad can we just chat this out I don't understand and I I want us to be able to navigate that throughout of all of our um, church family and that moves us on to LCF kids let's look what's been happening in the children's ministry a big hello to anybody that's watching online any kids I hope normally this might be considered the boring bits you might have gone off to play PlayStation or whatever it is but if you are listening know that your pastors absolutely love you we cannot wait to have you back in the building I think I'm speaking on behalf of everyone we can't wait to have everyone young and old all back in one room but let's just look at what we've done over this pandemic over the last season we have been producing I think it's over 400 videos that have gone out recorded videos that have gone out over online for all children's material I think that's just counting up of everything children's church on a Sunday midweek things on a social media platform creative things worship videos all those sorts of things that is a massive number I know it's been consistent each week putting out content for children to watch and it's also going to other families that may not um, attend our church have been blessed by those as well and then some of the other things that we've done we used to have a 
toddler group here for parents and that had to move unfortunately but fortunately they gathered on Zoom from time to time be a bit chaotic I think but really valuable time of parents coming together other things that have happened we've had little book club start I know in the women's ministry we launched the book club groups and we have a little one for tween girls that have been meeting every week so if you're not part of that and you'd like to be you'll be most welcome to we had care packages go out for families over the summertime and over the Christmas time stocking fillers for families that just needed some extra support over that time Bibles, I think it was over 300 Bibles that went out to our local school in Hilborough and other children around the area and then LCF, new parents because over the pandemic we have not stopped having members having babies we've had new members join our church um, over this season which has been amazing and they've been receiving their nappy pamper things as usual which has been so delightful and I can't wait to have a big fat dedication when um, we can as soon as we can it'll be beautiful so some of the things looking forward for our children's ministry again we are working our in-person Sunday school to return as soon as the government allows us to at the moment we're working to an action plan to the end of June but we are remaining just light with all the guidelines just in case things change or whatever but we'll be ready as soon as Boris says kids you can come home and then we're also looking at all of our resources we're having massive sort outs right now pulling toys out um, getting rid of things that are not COVID friendly or safe and getting just updating things we're also looking inclusive material as well making sure that um, every child feels really welcome in our children's church and then the I think the biggest change for us here at LCF is for a long long time for I think decades now just it was like 30 years we have had children's church over in the school at Hilborough for a number of years and we've decided that when children's church does return they'll be coming home home we'll be having children's church here on our church in our church building if you're not familiar with our church layout we have two buildings this one that we're in and then next door we have a whole other building and so on a Sunday morning it has its own reception everything that whole building will be young people central they'll come in they'll get registered I think we'll have um, young primary school upstairs we've got another off room as well down stairs we'll have preschoolers and we've got a section for youth at the back as well so it will just be beautiful amazing we've looked at numbers and ratios and we can do it we can absolutely do it and we're so excited to have all of our kids here I know for us as a young family I think we're making about six trips on a Sunday because if you want to serve here as a family you have to come set up go up to the school come back and I think in the convenience generation we will sometimes have a bit of a grumble about that don't we (laughs) so it'll be amazing and then also after church um, when we can this will probably be one of the latter latter or last stages when we bring refreshments back what we'll find is that we'll probably have a lot more families staying for the fellowship time I think I remember there was only one or two families that were able to stay for the coffee afterwards because once you leave church to pick up your kids there's not really it's a commitment to come back so what we also want to do is when we do open up refreshments we want to open up the top of our building as well where we've got a kitchen where we can have coffee and pairs parents and families can probably go up there they've got the ping pong and things like that for kids to be entertained while mom and dad and guardians can have a bit of a natter and fellowship as well which is so important to our gatherings so I'm really excited about the future of our children's ministry and you're going to talk a bit more about youth aren't you 
in a minute. I'm going to talk about worship first. Sorry, okay, we'll get there. So worship, obviously you'll know that, that worship is a huge part of what we do at LCF. And, and one of the things, when we were looking to be interviewed here at LCF, everyone we spoke to, we were trying to find out sneaky things about LCF before we came and met you and the elders. Everybody talked about the quality of the worship. And you'll know if you're in this room, obviously the band aren't here at the moment, but even just worshipping together with the worship team on the screen has been a huge blessing for us these past few weeks. We are so blessed, and I know we say it all the time, we're so blessed with all our departments, but I believe God's especially breathed something on our worship here at LCF. I believe there's a distinct sound going out of LCF into Luton and beyond because of our worship team. And over this past year, you would have seen many videos go up on Facebook and on YouTube, over 60 recorded songs. Now, what you won't know is the depth and the detail that has to go into one recorded song. For every four-minute song, there's probably a combination of 30 to 50 hours per song. Everybody has been recording bits separately at home, sending them in. Joel, our audio man, is having to stitch vocalists together on top of guitars and then all the musicians are recording at home and then it's all been a right rigmarole but our worship team and Liz our worship director along with Joel who's on team here have worked so hard to get over 60 songs recorded and then of course the recordings get handed over to Callum and Luke Hilliard and Mark some of our guys who are just behind the scenes stitching videos together uh, over the top of that and what you may not know is when you get back in the building so much work has gone on here you may not even know notice looking around but so much of the equipment has been updated and upgraded what you may not know is some of the equipment we run here sound audio and visual some of it was older than I am some of our lighting that we've replaced this past year was was I think made in 1982 and I wasn't even born until 1989 so there's been all sorts of things happening behind the scenes to improve the quality and sound of our worship we're also looking as well at the diversity of genres I know Liz works so hard in making sure there's inclusiveness and we're not just a, a Hillsong church or a Bethel church obviously there's these mainstream worship groups that people look to and and copy their songs because uh, you know they're the thing out there at the minute our team are so committed to making sure that we're not just copying a church we're finding the right sound to represent who LCF is and what LCF is but the most important thing for me I think that hopefully all of you will be excited about is if you are able to get in the building from next week our worship team will be here in the flesh and playing live I think they've already started their practices it's been over a year since they've played together properly but we are so excited that LCF worship team are coming back here from the 2nd of May and leading us in worship even if we can't sing it's going to be a really special moment as the team are here blessing us both in-house and online great Let's talk a little bit about pastoral care over this season. Pastoral care aims for us to see and meet the needs of people in our community. And so over this time, we have dispatched, I think that's the right word, dispatched and sent out over 300 care packages. Um, We've also set up a COVID relief fund so that um, people who are in dire need over this season, we've got something set aside to help people that are in the greatest need. We had Christmas hampers go out. We have started from the very beginning a callers team of people 
that could be assigned to people to week in, week out, check up on our most vulnerable people or people that would just really appreciate calls. We also set up a drivers and shoppers team so that people that, you know, were maybe in, I keep wanting to say in hibernation, but I, I always say that, but it's not the right word, is it? Who were in, it's not sheltering, it's the one where you get COVID shielding. People that were shielding um, would be able to get resource and tap into members that were just so willing to go and shop for them and drive and drop off things for them where needed and those teams are still running so if you were ever in need you know that you can just call up and we can help you out as best that we can. Another thing that was started um, was um, we, I don't know, what was that? So we help people who obviously going online, some people didn't even have That's internet. It. Uh, we set up a phone system so you could ring up on your landline and be able to hear the service, the worship songs and the sermon. I know there's members in our community who bought like mobile internet hubs for people, set people up on laptops and tablets. Our, our biggest, I think, uh, want this season was to make sure that nobody felt disconnected yeah. in, the, in the physical sense and the, the internet and uh, literal sense as well anyone who was struggling we made sure they had some sort of connection back to LCF mm. so they could feel uh, valued and participate in all that we do right so that was like a telephone thing people yeah. could ring up and listen to the sermon yeah. if they didn't have computer yeah. and internet and all those that was yeah. great that's great I did know that. I just don't know all the intricacies myself completely. Also, we've looked at that we have over 17 life groups that are active. All of our life groups, of course, move to Zoom. And I just think it deserves a massive round of applause for every life group, every life group leader that have adjusted to the season, have kept meeting, kept their groups together. Even if it's through WhatsApp, they're just keeping each other together and included. And over this time, through our women's ministry and our men's ministries, we started up other groups as well. We started I think around 12 about a dozen little book clubs of groups of women that were reading the books together which was what we were doing for our women's ministry and I know that the men's groups yeah we had prayer we had prayer groups and fasting so we're a lot holier we don't just read we pray and fast uh, for our women and no I'm joking <laughs> I had all sorts of group meetings and the men have been meeting monthly as well as the women on yeah. Zoom as well which has been fantastic yeah and we've had I have to say on that through the pandemic we have had some of the best attended zoom meetings right at our ladies ministry haven't we so that's been amazing to have that all over this time looking forward as we thank god for what he's done through pastoral care looking forward um we're looking at strengthening our pastoral teams looking at having sub leaders raise up and sub ministries so ministries that focus especially on our older people ministries that focus on you know and the aspects of well-being and bereavement and all those sorts of things that we'd love to start seeing coming out of our care and our discipleship here at LCF and also the continuation of developing groups and the growth of our leaders um, so that's all exciting now yeah. you're going to talk about youth no, we're going to talk, are you still with us two more things left okay youth we're going to talk about our young people and obviously if you don't have a young person and we define a, a young person as like 11 plus maybe you don't know what happens with our youth and our young people at the moment we don't have anyone employed we don't have a youth pastor or youth leader but what we do have is an amazing team who lead our, our youth week by week on a Tuesday they run every week on Zoom and they've had some fantastic meetings they've had guest speakers in uh, national leaders from our, our movement we've had people from youthscaping we've had the privilege of going in and our youth are really just thriving so we're looking at really strengthening our team uh, and our, our guest speakers as well as we go forward and looking uh, to come back to the building I know when we're allowed I think we're back in the building now for youth 
Is that correct? We are. Uh, so when lockdowns happened and we weren't allowed to meet, we were on Zoom. When they lifted a little bit, the youth were straight back in the building. And what's been a real joy for me to see uh, this year, and of course it goes hand in hand with the worship, is the, the work that Jordan and Katie Taylor have done, raising up our youth band under Liz. And you would have seen the first song today, Raise a Hallelujah, sung by a youth band. And I love that our, our worship is intergenerational. So we see a lot of that. We've had uh, youth care packs go out. Uh, when they went back to school there was all sorts of resources and there's also been a teen mentoring group so looking forward at our youth team we are looking to grow uh, our team and our, our youth department strengthening them we're looking at developing a bridge group so often you see with with youth when they get to a certain age there's no provision for them anymore get to 16 and they make this massive jump from playing icebreakers and running around to then having to sit in adult church one week to the next so we're looking at developing this bridge group from sort of 16 to 18 and then a big passion of mine is to look at branching out into young adult and student ministry. I've loved hearing the stories uh, since I've been here at LCF about the, the evening services that LCF used to have here. And I believe that the, the column in the back of our church here was installed because the youth used to jump so hard in the balcony, they're worried about it falling down. And that's not just in our past. I prophesy that's going to be in our future. So we're really going to look at our youth and student ministry. Last but not least, let's talk about our buildings and our finances. Cool, I'll take finances. Now, I thought it was really important that we include this section on a Sunday morning. Don't switch off. This is not the boring bit by any means. But every single week, we bring up the subject of finances when we leave that section every single Sunday to give of our tithes and our offerings. And we do it every single week without apology because it's so important. Generosity is a major strength in our church. And so we thought we'd give you some breakdowns behind the scenes of how it's going financially. Well, first off, some of the things that we did at the beginning of the pandemic to make sure we were being diligent and making sure we had enough provision with our finances is we put a load of budgets, we refreshed the budgets in our church. And then we also looked at all of our different outgoings, our operations leader is amazing. He went through all of our utilities, a very tedious job, but found that we had so many bills that were kind of just rolling over. And so when they roll over, you know, in your own house, then they get more expensive. And he ended up finding lots more money that we could be saving just through some of that really tedious admin. There's great results for better money that can be put in better places. And then we also looked at different grants and resources that we could we could get over this period. So when we could and when it was appropriate utilizing the furlough scheme looking at bits of money that we could get to help us with our care packages and things like that we had an 18% increase in gift aid giving which means that every one pound that LCF receives we get a 25 pence on top of it is that right got all those numbers correct so if you don't give gift aid while you were giving online please do uh, give gift aid it's really really simple there'll be a little option a tick box it's as easy as putting in your contact details and then for every pound that you give to LCF for absolutely nothing we can then claim back 25 pence sounds too good to be true it probably is so we don't know how long we're going to be able to do that for so please do if you were generous enough to give to LCF we thank you so much but please do gift aid as well it really helps us out and one of the major things is that we had more or less every single member that gives move from on uh, from in the building giving to online 
giving, which was fantastic. Everyone moved so swiftly and so quickly in doing that. And so we have a massive appreciation and thank you to all of our members and friends that give sacrificially, financially and generously into this house week in, week out. I absolutely love the generosity of God's people. And I love how God is just keeping us and blessing us over this time so that when we have needed to fix the towers that are falling off our building, we've been able to do it, which I know Mike's going to give some more details on that in a minute. When we've needed equipment to go online, we've been able to do it. And so just a little word on our finance accountability and our integrity, just for those that might not know, we are a charity organisation. We're not for profit. And so all of our finances also, they run through our Elim HQ. And once a year, a whole couple of churches at random get picked for audit. So we are really above board and we have to be really diligent in all that we do financially. And so when you give into a bucket or when you give online, you can guarantee that your finances are looked after and that they are safe. They're not just going, I don't know, down a drain. And then um, what's the other thing? Um, Our elders uh, meet with us every single month and we have continued to do so through the pandemic where at the start of every meeting we have a finance report that we review and we check over and we we know we're good to go. So we keep an eye on our finances really particularly because we don't take it lightly that you give and we know that you trust us. So we do that every, every month. It's not boring because every time it's happened we're like, thank God that he's looking after us um, and that everything is is actually thriving not just surviving I keep saying that but it's so true and because of that we've been able to do a whole lot of stuff obviously we haven't been able to meet in the building as we all know this past year but there's so many things we've been able to fix while the building's been empty Uh, to start with there's been a 30 plus year damp problem in our toilets and in some of our staff offices as well that we've been able to fix Uh, we had if you remember walking into church there used to be a line of buckets in the alleyway catching rain Uh, it wasn't any sort of prophetic thing we just had some really bad leaks which has been fixed we also had buckets upstairs in our upper hall that was leaking the roof was leaking that's been fixed Uh, we've had a turret fixed as you might have seen if you walk past our building regularly one of the turrets the lead sheet was about to fall off and crack somebody on the head so we had a guy up with scaffolding was fixing that and of course all of this costs money but we've been blessed to be able to do that we've changed our storage room that used to be behind the stage here is going to be a brand new state-of-the-art media hub to help us with our mission going online we've had a big building clear out getting rid of some old equipment getting in some new equipment we've had a covid uh, i want to call them a strike team comprised of myself ian lewis our operations manager richard smith and matthew ewing who have spent countless times Uh, honestly I, i would love you to read the risk assessment just for this service it is longer than the bible countless hours of meetings revising and checking through and of course we've been able to purchase some streaming equipment now what we want to do we don't just want to say we spent this we spent that as Becky said we want to be really accountable and so in the coming months we are setting up a proper AGM and we're going to talk all numbers all figures all outgoings as we said we are a not-for-profit charity and we want to be really above board especially for those who give into our church so we are going to be looking at developing an LCF membership and let me explain a little bit 
what this means. As an Elim church, we're required to have a formal membership structure at LCF, and I know we're used to, and it's sort of gone by the wayside. So we are reintroducing that to be in line with our denominational constitution. Now, membership can be a really weird word. You think of, you know, like a tennis club you're a member at, a swimming pool club, a gym, you've got a membership. What membership at LCF isn't? It's not saying that you are only a Christian through LCF. We understand completely that when you become a Christian, we are members of Jesus's one worldwide church that has many different offshoots, many different branches and many different expressions. LCF is just one expression what God is doing in the wider Elim movement and of course the wider Elim church. So when we talk about membership, we believe that we were called here as pastors of LCF Of course, we went through the interview and the elders had to agree, we had to agree, but we believe that God was all over that. We also believe that every single person who calls LCF home is called here and appointed here as much as any pastors. You will find as you look through different churches, oftentimes the members and the elders outlive the pastors. You are called here to LCF. So what membership is, it is partnering with the expression and the the mission of LCF here in Luton. And we're putting together this membership pack to explain a little bit about who we are, what we do and what it means to partner with LCF. So look out for that in the coming months. There'll be a little course and a little evening to come together. And then what that will do, it will frame our yearly annual general meetings when we talk about all the spiritual stuff, but also all the practical stuff. And if you are a member here at LCF and you partner with us, you'll be invited to those meetings, which will probably be round table with a light meal to talk all things LCF. I hope that makes sense. Awesome. Okay, as we come in to close now, let's just recap from the beginning and last week what we talked about. We talked about mission and discipleship being two of our major priorities and we haven't given a specific section this week to talk about mission and discipleship because we believe and we hope that through every department in our church there is this arm of mission for everything we do and discipleship through all that we do. For example, our children's worker Vic, she loves all children doesn't matter if they're Christian children or not from this church children and that's why through the years there's been children's church to disciple our children but there's also been outreach clubs like the kids club on a Friday and the top stop for parents not just for in-house families but families that are in our community I think about the word that we preach we don't just preach to disciple but we preach because it's a mission and our, our preaching now goes further out and right now as I'm speaking we have Claire our pastoral leader who is scribing and taking notes diligently and rapidly because she takes what we say she puts them into discussion notes so that they can go out not just to disciple you as members but to go out across the internet and to the world wide web for other people to capture so that as they listen to these words they can have this little bit of literature that helps them break it down the word of God a little bit more and adds application things like get thinking get speaking Get acting. How is God speaking to you through what is being said through Becky and Mike, whoever's speaking? So we want to make sure that we have almost like this mission and discipleship flow through every area of our church. Now, 
That is officially the end of our Vision Sundays from last week and this week. And this is just how we wanted to end as we finish. Because for some of you, that was like, whoa, that was far too much information. Or for some of you, you might be like, I need some more. I need some more radical, more changes. You know, we've deliberately just tried to be... um, just really careful with not bringing too much change because there's already been so much change happen over this season. So we've really just tried to do over these two Sundays, just highlight what we're celebrating, highlight what God has done through our fellowship, and then just look at one or two things that we're looking to come to be. And it's not a goal, they're just guides, because goals means we're going to get really upset if they don't happen, but a guide means we're going with the flow, just step by step. And we've got so much in our heart for LCF because I know God has so much in His heart. And I know that there are so many people here that are so gifted, have got callings on their life that we so want to be expressed through this house and for you to be equipped and to be released. But you know what? We are not in a rush. We will have Vision Sundays every year. And through our membership, we'll also attach that to AGM meetings as well, where our members could come and hear more of the logistics. But we're in no rush, just step by step. And so what I wanted to do to end this session is I want us just to take a moment, whether you're in the building or you're watching at home, I want us just to be still for a moment. And we're just going to end in this position of reflection as we thank God for what He's done and we just take a breath before we take our next steps. And in this moment, you know, it doesn't matter if you're watching in line, you might be sitting with somebody else or with your family, just all commit right now that you're going to fully participate and engage in this moment of silence. There's no awkward silences in the house of God in His presence. You know, for some of you, This has been a whirlwind of a season and you just need to stop and just acknowledge that He is Lord. For some of you, there's been so much pain through this pandemic. For some of you, that pain's really obvious, but for a lot of us, I think we've been carrying a lot of weight that we haven't even realised. We haven't just given way giving ourselves space to acknowledge maybe some of the niggles we've picked up and some of the weights we've picked up. So let's just sit. And I thank you, God, that you don't ignore our pain. And you know, as your pastors and as a team here and as an eldership at LCF, we don't expect faith to be easy. We're not just a happy, clappy church. We're a church that don't fear for you to come in with all that's heavy can't remove what's happened over this season but we can release it
is we are still and we pause. I ask God that you would help us cast on the burdens to you that are too heavy for us to hold. I ask, Lord, that Holy Spirit, you would help turn our woes into the wows. Even while we may not feel a wow moment right now, I ask, Lord, that in the waiting, you would help us praise. In the midst of where there may be pain, Lord, would you help us praise. In fact, I confess that, Lord, we will be a church that prays in the waiting. So right now, why don't you begin to draw out your pandemic praise. Begin to draw out what things in the pandemic that are worthy of praise. We're just going to take another moment just another moment to reflect on the praise. every single member that is watching who is here in the building thank you for your church and I pray and I declare that as we move into the next coming months and into our future I pray that the best is yet to come that I ask that with every step we take that Lord it would be saturated with your presence that we won't be in a rush that you'll be in every step be in all the details and no matter what season it is come rain or shine would we be a house that prays even in the midst of pandemic even in the midst of pain would we praise and I'm going to finish by reading this psalm over us Psalm 46 it says God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her, she will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. He lifts His voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations He has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. 
See, it's when you are still, like in those moments, they weren't wasted. When we're still, that's when we know that He's God. That's when we have better clarity. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. And it says this in the message version. It says, attention all. See the marvels of God. He plants flowers and trees all over the earth, bans wars from, pe- from pole to pole, breaks all the weapons across his knee. And it says this in this version, step out of the traffic. Take a long, loving look at me, your high God. Above all the politics, above everything, take a long look at me, your God. So Lord, I pray that this week as we venture out, that we would take moments to be still and to pause as we take our steps, to just take a long, loving look at you. Amen. Everyone in the room say, Amen. We're just going to listen to this song and then we'll say goodbye to you in just a moment. <laughs>